All right, awesome. Hey, everybody. Uh, Joe Rogster here from Keto Evolved. Um, this is uh, another in our series of Beyond Keto uh, live events. Uh, we're on every platform, just talking to people. You know, we've interviewed doctors, researchers, scientists around the world, um, different practitioners that have been using ketones and ketosis and low carb, high fat, basically uh, gathering everybody together that knows that the future of our healthcare is reducing sugar, reducing processed foods, and including more fresh live foods and, uh, and more healthy fats. And, um, and in doing that, of course, we come across fitness professionals as well, but mostly, and probably the most inspiring part is regular everyday people that discover keto for whatever reason, and then have such a life-changing effect that they then dedicate their lives to helping others discover the same thing. And, uh, and so today is, uh, is somebody that I've been talking to through social media for a long time, and we've been following as we've been on our uh, keto journey, and someone who's had a, you know, an inspiring result themselves and now is inspiring other people. So I am super stoked. I'm gonna bring him on right now to, uh, to welcome Magic Mike Keto to the live. Mike, how are you, bud? Good, how are you, Joe? Nice to uh, be here, thanks for having me. No, listen, it's, uh, it's great, to, uh, great to talk to you from all the way over in Orlando. And, um, and look, we were just uh, talking, we've been talking for a long time. Um, and uh, everybody, if you've seen the flyer for this, you've seen an incredible transformation uh, that you had with, uh, with finding keto. Can you, do you wanna just start by telling everybody you know, kinda how you found keto and the, the start of your journey? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been doing the ketogenic diet for a total of four years now. So uh, with a lot of many folks that started keto, I was doing the standard American diet and different protocols throughout the years and just trying um, different, different types of uh, things to try to lose weight because over the years I started to gain that weight um, and I wasn't really overly overweight, uh, but uh, as my diet continued to degrade, I was eating a lot of sugar, I was eating a lot of different processed foods. I wanted to find other uh, other protocols to try to feel better. So I mean, I, went, I tried vegan diet, I was a vegetarian, I went into pescatarian. And for me, specifically, none of those things and those protocols uh, were, were really uh, a lifestyle for me. I couldn't make it work. And it, it, me feel my best and it didn't make me feel my optimal uh, self so and then eventually I just stumbled upon keto like many folks uh, did a little bit of research on Google found some YouTube videos read some articles and after just kind of just looking into that and soaking all that information in I just dove right in since I've already tried other things and, and they didn't work for me and I started and I've been doing that since and uh I found great success with it. It is definitely a lifestyle that is easy for me to sustain, um, but there is a little bit of adaptation at the beginning because you're teaching your body basically how to run on fats versus uh, carbs. And uh, but it's been a great journey so far. I don't foresee myself changing to any other type of protocol, uh, but we'll talk more about you know some of the, the things here that uh, that Joe and I will discuss with you guys in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because and I just threw up your uh, your picture onto the uh, the screen there. What what was the look? We know that this is about way more than fat loss, but what was the the kind of weight loss that you had there? Yeah, so it was 
a lot when I first started this was really for the fat loss, but and then also the weight loss, but then you know the lack of energy. So I was looking for something because I had brain fog, and I was all always lethargic, and you know I, I used to be active when I was a lot younger, and I found it harder and harder to be become more active, to get outside, to go to the gym, and so that's why I wanted to find something that didn't involve a lot of artificial pills or a lot of different uh, things that were really not good for my body. So I was looking for something that involved eating whole foods and then really bringing that into the aspect and making me feel good from the inside. And that's what really matters, you know, at the end of the day is that we may look good on the outside, but we want to make sure that we're also healthy and we're well on the inside. And so that's why keto is definitely... Uh, being in a ketogenic state is definitely an anti-inflammatory state, and it's really what's helped a lot with, those, with you know all those different aspects of all those things that I was looking for yeah. um, in the ketogenic diet and in this protocol. And so, and that, yeah, I mean, people just don't understand it yet. And that's why I appreciate, um, you know, what you're doing out there, uh, you know, right now, spreading the education about this. Um, and doing it in a fun way, like your page is great, and um, and that's what we gotta make it is uh, is like it is fun to feel good all the time. People gotta realize this is not a restrictive diet. You eat like a, a king or queen, uh, you know, all the foods that you love, um, and you would just do it with a little bit less sugar, right? And um, and tweaking out some of the carbohydrates that we put in things. So. So that's awesome. Now, and the other great thing that I love about you is that you, you've been, you know, before you discovered keto, you tried other things. Um, and uh, and so it's been this journey and that's what everybody's got to go on, right? You got to find the diet that you'll do or the way of eating that works is the one that um, you can do. So try different things for sure. You found your way to keto, but keto wasn't doing everything for you. So you wanna, um, I think that's important too, because people get into keto and they say, oh, it doesn't work. We got to tweak things out. So you tweak things out for your, for you. What was the next phase of uh, the whole keto journey? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So I did keto. It basically took me eighty percent of the way. You know, coming from a standard American diet, I felt great. You know, mm. renewed energy, just that mental clarity that really kind of it's hard to explain until you're actually in ketosis to, to tell you. Uh, how that mental clarity is, but it just gives you that extra focus. So, but I still had some other underlying issues that I couldn't completely resolve. So I just did a little bit more research. So specifically for me, it was a lot of joint pain. And then I was also diagnosed with gout um, prior to uh, even going into the ketogenic diet, which was another reason why you know, I was going into this protocol because I was really looking into the connection between nutrition and the foods that we eat and how it affects our body and how it affects us metabolically and what it does to us, you know? So um, through a lot of additional research, you know, I, I found a podcast, many that started Carnivore, probably saw that podcast from Joe Rogan when they saw Sean Baker, mm-hmm. the guy that eats nothing but meat. And uh, he was, you know, he was thriving, you know, he was a, a, a great athlete. And so that kind of planted the seed, but I was still skeptical at first. I was still doing my thing with keto, um, but I was still having the gout flare-ups. They weren't as often, you know, as I, I was having them prior to even doing keto, So, which was a good thing, obviously, because for those who don't know gout really quick, I just want to explain uh, everyone what that is. It's uh, almost like an inflammatory condition, a uh, form of uh, arthritis that develops in usually the lower extremities of your joints, usually like your big toe. 
uh, your ankles, your knees, but it can also occur in other parts of your body, like your hands or elbows, but primarily your lower extremities. And I love the outdoors. I love running. I love going to the gym and I love being active. And when I would have those gap flare ups, they were just debilitating and I couldn't do those things. And mentally that wasn't good because then, you know, like the, the whole quality of life aspect gets mm. into that too, to where if I cannot do those things and I, it's hindering me from my ability to work, take care of my kids, that's not a good thing, right? So for me, it became all about not only just the health aspect, but just the whole quality of life aspect of it. So yeah. that's when I ran into carnivore and I was curious because a lot of the paradigm, you know, the traditional um, thoughts and the traditional medicine would tell you that, you know, red meats, organ meats, those kind of things are, are really bad when it comes to eating gout because it's going to increase your uric acid. It's going to cause you to have even more gout flare-ups. But then I read some other research that said otherwise. So, and again, this comes to just keeping an open mind, trying things out for yourself and see what works for you and see what, you know, you can make a lifestyle out of, right? And, and if it makes you feel good, and it helps you to reach your goals. Why not, guys? So, but the main thing with that is you have to give it some time. So it's like, um, and I don't mean to go into a tangent here, but real quick, uh, going into uh, keto, there is an adaptation phase. So that took a little bit, right? It took a while, uh, maybe uh, a few months for my body to become fat adapted. But you got to be patient. You got to work through it. And I can tell you that once you are fat adapted, it's amazing, guys. I mean, the weight for me dropped burned so much fat um, once my body became very efficient at metabolizing fat. But the next progress to this was just going carnivore totally uh, because from the research I was looking at said that, you know, certain plant foods specifically, I think for me it was oxalates that were maybe triggering um, my, my gout flare up. So yeah. that, that's just my theory, my hypothesis there, but so far so good. Um, I've been doing carnivore for over a year. It's mitigated all of my gout attacks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's just from the research that I read by eliminating that certain food. Although in keto, I was already kind of doing a meat-heavy keto leading into carnivore. I was still eating my, my steaks, maybe with some spinach or with some broccoli or with some um, Brussels sprouts. But by eliminating those plant materials and those plant products and just concentrating on the nutrient density of meat and just animal products. It just helped me to thrive even more. It just, uh, for me, it eliminated anything that was blocking those nutrients from entering my body and just nourishing me and healing me from the inside. And then any potential kind of effects that those plant materials were having, uh, were basically just el eliminating that in, um, like the joint pain went away, I was able yeah. to recover a lot faster from a lot of my runs. Um, so that's why I went the carnivore route. And that's not to say that, you know, everyone should be carnivore, but I think specifically if you do have some maybe underlying disease or maybe metabolic issues that you're not able to resolve through just doing keto alone, eliminating certain foods, ultimately, you know, the carnivore diet is an elimination diet. Um, and then you could certainly reintroduce other foods. Um, yeah. There's other folks out there that have done the same thing and they're still thriving. Uh, when they introduce avocados, for example, or macadamia nuts or certain fruits or certain 
even carbs, you know, a little bit is not going to hurt. So it really comes down to trying what works for you. For me, it was kind of uh, something that was just going to improve my overall uh, well-being and then just my quality of life. And that's why you know I'm sticking to it. So if, if it works, you know, stick with it. Well, that's it, man. That's what, and that's why I love because um, a lot of people get scared off of keto who have gout. And I've uh, over the years uh, being a nutritional therapist, I've spoken with so many people. And I used to uh, always immediately get rid of meat out of people's diets um, as soon as I heard that they had gout because that's the tr- that's the traditional line of thinking. That's the cause of the uric acid, that or alcohol. Um, but um, so it's a whole new line of thinking for people. But I, I more people that like you that have experienced it in life. And can share those experiences, um, you know, or can inspire other people if they are living with it. And that is truly a quality of life type of thing because there is nothing good going on in your life when you've got a gout flare up. And a lot of people out there I know will have somebody that's got gout in their life and has been trying to go with what the uh, traditional, uh, you know, Western medicine will tell them to do or... Uh, you know, a good, a good natured nutritional therapist like me used to tell them what to do, but there's other solutions and new knowledge um, can guide us that way. And then I think it's also very important for people when they, as they get into keto to know that um, keto comes in all different sizes and shapes. It's not one size fit all. And so if you're getting into keto and you're experiencing, um, you know, your your gut's not working with it, you're still having, uh, you know, gout flare up, stuff like that. Um, you know, we do kind of, I don't know about you, do you suggest, Mike, that people start with keto and then adjust out and see how they tweak their amount of carbohydrates, see if they, if carnivores may be more right for them, even for a little while? Should they start with keto and then move to carnivore? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that was my experience. And I think for me, and in my opinion, I think that's the best transition, especially if you're coming from a traditional American diet. Um, so it depends on the person too, but I think in general speaking, if you're going to be converting over to a, a high fat type diet to where you're going to be in ketosis, going into a keto diet would be a, uh, an easier transition because you're still going to have that variety, right? So you'll still have a variety. You can convert a lot of those different foods, the traditional foods into like the keto versions. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, you can see how you feel there and kind of you know, look at it from there and, and, and kind of see, okay, am I feeling great? Am I getting to my goals? If, if you check off all those boxes, then you are fine. You know, keep doing what you're doing if it's working. But if there's additional tweaks that you need to make and if you, you're still having certain issues, let's say you fixed up most of your other issues like me, but then there are still some other underlying ones that are still bothering you, then, yeah, be open to trying other things to see, you know, if it helps you then go for it, but it, it really is. You know, it's not a one-size-fits-all keto or not even a one-size-fits-all carnivore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doing what works best for you, and the most important aspect of this is, and the most important thing is just really paying attention to your body and listening and becoming more in tune with, with your body and, and how your body reacts to certain foods and certain things and certain protocols, and then uh, just going by the that and listening to that and making those adjustments that you need to. Now, obviously, like if you're just starting out, it, those signals may be a little bit blurred, right? It's going to be a little bit more difficult. So um, that's why sometimes in the beginning, it does definitely help to have a certain guidance or maybe follow certain macros until it becomes more intuitive. Because ultimately for me, and what I, my opinion is that you want this to be a lifestyle. You don't want it to be an obsession. You want it to become natural because that's how you're going to stick to the protocol. That's how you're going to make it a lifestyle. 
yeah. by making it easy and then making it simple and not a lot of thought into it, making it intuitive. But yeah. in the beginning, yeah, there's going to be certain things that you're going to have to build a baseline on and develop and kind of learn and kind of listen to your body, pay attention. And then after that, you know, when, once it becomes a lot easier, then, you know, you can tweak certain things again from there if there's any other things that you that's cool, man. The, uh, yeah, and they, uh, you know, we have a lot of people over here and somebody just said, hey, I'd never thought about the carnivore diet before. Neither had I, right? And it's completely like I thought, oh, that is nuts. Um, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of sense behind it. Um, and there's more and more people that are moving over towards it. We got, I've, I've been reading about a lot of people that actually switch on a monthly basis. They go a week carnivore, a week keto, um, a week vegan, right? And they just kind of go back and forth between uh, the things. And then they actually do some, some extended fasting as their other week in their month. So, um, so yeah, so it's uh, people got to find out what's right for them. I think the best thing about what happens when you moved away from the sugars and the processed foods is those things stop um, having their hold over you, right? There's a lot of stuff in processed foods that keeps you hungry, that makes you crave crap food. Sugar is highly, highly addictive. So if we can just like move away from that stuff, and that's why, you know, look at follow um, at Magic Mike Keto. Um, go visit uh, Magic Keto, which is a great URL, magicketo.com, by the way. And now you'll see, uh, there you'll see Mike, his story, his evolution, um, and, uh, and this is how you learn. So uh, don't take my opinion of it. Don't take Mike's opinion of it. Get, try it yourself, right? But then get good coaching from great people. So Mike, look, and I, I really appreciate you. I, I know we've already talked about maybe doing a, another talk where we uh, talk about, you know, how to help teenagers with this. Cause you got a couple teenagers that, um, you know, you want to keep healthy, but not force them, not tell them what they got to do. Cause we know that won't work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's all about uh, educating your kids, especially uh, when they're teenagers. So oh, it is magic. Mike Keto. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's magic. My 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 uh, wife just corrected me. It is magic. My keto, <laughs> which you've written down incorrectly, by the way. Um, so, so yeah. So that's uh, that. Listen, that'd be awesome. I'd love to have you again on and uh, and talk about a whole bunch of things. I think just from talking to you and from uh, and what I've been looking into, I'm gonna try carnivore as well. I love keto, but I want to see you know how much better can I be. Um, and uh, and look, if you want to uh, be better in any way, then uh, then look then. Let's help you move towards it. Whether it's Mike, us, any one of the uh, the people that have really joined this uh, this kind of army of people that are helping the world rediscover what's really right uh, for our bodies, which is certainly um, getting rid of this processed crap out of it. But Mike, thank you again, bud. It was really good having a chat with you. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Joe. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. We'll finish it off now. <laughs>